In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Christ is in our midst. He is Glory to Jesus Christ. If we, brothers and sisters, if we look at the five Sundays of Lent between now and Palm Sunday, we see that the church puts in front of us commemorations that form the building blocks of our spiritual life. We start with today where we commemorate the restoration of the icons and the triumph of orthodoxy. We start with the incarnation of Christ. When we venerate icons, we affirm our belief that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. We start with the matter of our salvation. And so we adorn our houses with icons, we adorn our prayer corners with icons, but not just to look beautiful, but so that we can commune with the saints and with our Lord himself. And so we enter into this communion through the icons. And then on the second week of Lent, we, the church puts before us our father among the saints, Gregory Palamas, Archbishop of Thessalonica. And he was, he's called the preacher of grace. The preacher of grace. But he taught that God can be experienced in his uncreated energy. And he was a teacher of prayer. A hesychast. One who focused on silence. Remember, Elijah met God in the still, small voice after he turned off the television and Facebook and the political arguments. Elijah met God in the still, small voice. St. Gregory Palamas was a hesychast, a practitioner of silence and prayer and the Jesus prayer. And so the church reminds us to pray in this way in order to meet God. And on the third Sunday of Lent, we're given the tree of the cross, reminding us that all of our struggles, all of our sufferings have to be brought to the foot of the cross, reminding us where we're headed, because we don't just go through Lent so that we can indulge ourselves during Bright Week. That's not the point. The food is not the point. We're headed towards the empty tomb, but we don't get there without going through the cross. All things go through the cross. And the cross is a sword to drive away the enemy. And so in our spiritual life, we pray before our icons, we have our Jesus prayer, our silent prayer, and we make the sign of the cross to cut away the temptations of the devil. And the fourth Sunday of Lent, we commemorate St. John of the Ladder, who wrote the great ascetical treatise, which is read in every Orthodox monastery during Lent, during their mealtimes. And we are reminded of the importance of asceticism, of fasting, of saying no to the world and saying yes to the kingdom of heaven of not filling up on what the world tells us we need, but relying on God himself. For man cannot live off of bread alone, says our Lord. 
And so we're reminded that through asceticism, we can start to purify our senses. In the Paschal Canon, St. John of Damascus writes, let us purify our senses and we shall see Christ. We sing that on Pascha. So fasting, asceticism, and we fast not only from food, but also with our eyes, with our ears, with our tongues. We have to have a total and complete fast of both body and soul. So that, as St. John Chrysostom says, we don't refrain from eating meat while devouring our neighbor. And finally, on the fifth Sunday of Lent, we have before us St. Mary of Egypt, the ultimate image of repentance. And also a reminder, just like the prodigal son, that God will forgive any sinner if they are repentant. But St. Mary, her story tells us that we have to be all in on repentance. There's no such thing as half-hearted repentance that works, that's effective. We have to be all in with our entire being. And everything, everything that I mentioned to this point, you can find in the life of St. Mary of Egypt. The prayer before the icons, the hesychastic prayer in the desert, using the sign of the cross to fight the temptations, asceticism, it's there in St. Mary's life. We emulate her repentance, not her sin. And we rest assured that God will forgive us. But we have to have that strong desire to forsake the sin that holds us back. Too many times, priests here in confession, I want to stop sinning, but I like the sin too much. And St. Mary tells us we have to cut away the sin with our entire being. And so, brothers and sisters, we have the building blocks of the spiritual life right before us. And every year the church reminds us how to do it. How to get to the empty tomb with joy. With joy and with humility. We pray with icons. We celebrate the incarnation. We pray in silence. We turn off the distractions of the world. We rely on the cross for all, we redeem all of our sufferings through the cross and we rely on the sign of the cross to cut away the temptations. We fast, we engage in asceticism, we give alms, and we ascend the ladder ever so slowly to heaven. And we have to go all in on our repentance with all of our being. These are the building blocks of the spiritual life, brothers and sisters. This is the path that's set before us. Lent isn't a time to torture yourself and then just feel better sometime later. It's so much more than that. It's a deliverance from corruption, a deliverance from death, and a deliverance from the sting of death, which is sin. 
And if we truly engage during this Lenten season in all these building blocks of the spiritual life that the church sets before us, then when we get to that beautiful Paschal night, when that singular candle lights up the church, and we hear the priest say, Come ye take light from the light which is never overtaken by night. Then the joy in our hearts will illumine the whole city if we do the work leading up to it. May God grant this to us. May God grant us a beautiful Lent. May He grant us the desire and the strength to engage in the arena of the spiritual warfare. And may we spend all of Lent looking forward to the Paschal proclamation that Christ is risen from the dead. And may we spend all of eternity praising that risen Christ with all the saints who from all the ages have given glory to God and given their lives to God as they praise the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and ever and unto ages of ages. Amen. Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory.